Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one spacious page of Talmud a day. In today's page, Aruvin 48, we are talking about small, small spaces. Here's a short paragraph. The Gemara answers, as it was taught in the Baraita, the verse, remain every man in his place, let no man go out of his place on the seventh day, means one must restrict his movements to an area equal to his place. And how much is the area of his place? Well, a person's body typically measures three cubits, and an additional cubit is needed in order to allow him to spread out his hands and feet. This is the statement of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says, a person's body measures three cubits and an additional cubit is needed in order to allow him to pick up an object from under his feet and place it under his head, meaning to give him room to maneuver. There's something very powerful here uh, about this halachic, very detailed definition of what personal space means. And so I thought I would check in with my space rabbi, Stephanie Butnick. Hello. Thank you. I am coming to you not from outer space, but from inner space, which is specifically the closet I use to record our podcast Unorthodox. And so I am actually in not many cubits is is the space that I'm in right now. I think you actually literally have exactly four cubits. But even when you're out of this closet, you still share a, uh, I think it's not a derogatory term to say, very small apartment in New York with your husband, Ben Cohen, and your cat, Cat Stevens. And, you know, sometimes that may be challenging. And then comes COVID and everyone is sort of sheltering in place. And everyone is therefore testing these halachic realities of just how much personal space you truly need. Tell us about this experience. You know, it's really, really interesting because, you know, one of the things about living in a city, for the most part, or a city like New York City, at least, is you have a tiny apartment and you go outside and the world is at your doorstep, literally. You know, you go out, there are cafes, restaurants, movies, everything. I can't even remember what they are because I haven't done them in so long. But, you know, you're right. Then, you know, the trade-off you make is you, you live in a tiny apartment, but but you know right outside these walls are, are the entire world. And so what happens in a pandemic is actually the world closes and your world becomes your apartment. And I think that for a lot of people who live in places like New York City, there was a real shock that, wait, I'm supposed to actually live in this apartment? I'm supposed to make all my meals here? And really, like, I might spend all my nights here, like, spend my afternoons here? I mean, there's this idea that actually our homes were almost these, like, secondary places that we existed in when we weren't out in the world. And I think that's something really important has happened where we realized, actually, no, these places are our homes. And yes, they might have tiny kitchens and no closets except one to record in. Um, but there's a way in which it's allowed me to shift how I think about my home. Tell me about that in, in great detail. I'm very curious about this, this rediscovery of what was supposed to be, and yet you're right, for most New Yorkers, is never your primary residence. You know, it's interesting. I never really thought of this apartment as my home before. But now, six months into sheltering in place, staying at home, quarantining, this is my home. And everything I ha- I need is now here. And it yes, it required a lot of things like, you know, maneuvering this makeshift studio, adding things to the kitchen that we, we use regularly, deciding, you know, which appliance we really need on the counter at all times. Um, but what it's also meant is that we've had to decide, you know, what what is it that's important for us to have at immediately at hand and then also around us. And so what I, I love about what we've made our home into is two offices, a recording studio, a kitchen, plus all like the living and dining stuff that we actually really need now. And so I like that we've made all these small spaces 
out of an already small space, you know, like the corner of the bedroom, that's my office. And that to me actually has like sort of a Talmudic symbolism, right? Like you cross over this step and you're in my office. Right. It's your Eruv, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. When I pass through different parts of my apartment, I'm, a, I'm going from, you know, workout studio to recording studio to kitchenette. <laughs> and it's actually allowed me to really think about what space means and be deliberate about it. Stephanie Butnik, Robbie Mayer, and Rabbi Uda had nothing on you when it comes to measuring cubits and making them count. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. I'm doing this all on one foot because that's all I have room for. <laughs> this has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.